and welcome to Reboot Radio. I'm your host, Sheila Kilty, the Undiet Coach. Did you ever wish you had a user's manual for your body? Do you want to finally make sense of all the conflicting and confusing information out there about your health and weight, hormones, gut health, mental well-being, and overall happiness? Then tune in to Reboot Radio. Listen in as we have the interviews, chats, conversations, and heated discussions on the most vital topics in the field of holistic health and wellness for women that you've been craving. Join us to understand how your body actually works and to make the informed choices and decisions you need to create a lifetime of effortless, optimized wellness. On today's episode, we are talking to the wonderful friend of mine, colleague, and all-around great lady, Tracy Sider. Hello, Tracy. Hi, Sheila. So wonderful to be with you here today. I'm glad we had time to do this. Tracy is very busy doing everything she does. So tell us, what is it that you do with your program? It's easier for me to tell you what I don't do. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me tell you a little bit about that. I call myself a pain relief and body shape movement coach. In terms of my kind of qualifications, I'm a certified yoga teacher. I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm a certified corrective exercise specialist with specializations in postpartum. But actually, the work that I'm doing is with women over 40 in perimenopause and menopause. And you may be thinking, well, what does that have to do with postpartum? We'll get there. We'll get there. Because (laughs) interestingly, if your body has not been put back together after a pregnancy, two years, 20 years, 40 years later, you could actually still be stuck in a postpartum posture. That's a big part of what I do. I also call myself a perimenopause exercise specialist because I focus is just moving. Okay, we all know that moving is good for us. Moving is what we need to do. But my focus is on how do you move? Are you getting the most out of the movement you're doing? Can your body even do it? Because most of us are actually out of alignment and we are moving around with cheats and compensations, which means that at best we're getting limited benefit from the exercise we do do, even if it's the walk around the block, you know, or the yoga class, the Pilates class, the weight training. At best, you're getting minimum benefit because your body can no longer move well. And at worst, you can land up with setbacks and injuries. Both of those things are things that happened to me, which is how I got into this work. Great. I want to talk to you about that, but I had a question about something you mentioned. You talked about You're stuck in a postpartum posture. What does a postpartum posture look like? If someone's listening to this and they're like, "Uh, maybe that's me, but I don't know what that is. What what are the hallmarks of a postpartum posture? Yeah, it's a great question. A postpartum posture would be just imagine that woman who's like, eight and a half months pregnant. Okay. Just have that in your mind's eye. (laughs) And you can probably have this image of this big curve that she has in her back with her ribs lifted, her pelvis tipped forward, her shoulders going back to try and counterbalance all that weight at the front of her body. 
Do you have that in your mind's eye? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's almost like I'm carrying a whole bunch of groceries and you have to lean backwards yeah. to help counterbalance that. That's right. And your belly button is pushed forward. So your pelvis is tipping forward. A lot of the people I see, either their pelvis is tipped forward and stays forward, or they've got both. A pelvis that's tipped forward, like it's emptying out water or what we call untucked. But then they turn on their glutes, they fire their butt muscles, and they try and come out of that by tucking their tailbone under. So they're in a tuck and an untuck at the same time. And birds of pulling and pressure and tension body and really just stopping them from moving at all. Now, what's interesting is that this is certainly something that I'm seeing in women who have had children, but interestingly, very similar movement patterns and alignment issues that happen in the body, even for women who have never had children. Seen it often with my gals that I work with who are on the higher side of obese. When you have a lot of weight that's displaced out front. I used to have a 54 inch waist. So I had that really big belly, really big chest Mm -hmm. and everything. And I had to lean backwards and do all those kind of pregnancy postures just to stay upright because I was out of alignment from where my body was carrying weight. So I see that often in people who've lost a lot of weight. I refer them to Tracy. So I, I just wanted to be sure if someone's listening to this and you had said postpartum posture, I'd be scratching my head going, what is that? What Tracy does is very visual. So to describe it just with words, you did a really great job. You had talked about it earlier. This is such a specific thing. How did you find this very specific thing? Because what she does is magic with people. If you have not checked her out, got to check it out. I'm going to give you all the information at the end of this interview. But Tracy, how did you come to doing this? What is your journey getting to where you are? Well, I call myself the accidental movement coach (laughs) because this was never, never on my radar, never even something I considered as an option. I'd always been active. I always loved movement. I started doing yoga when I was 15 and I'm 53. So that means I was doing it in the early, in the early 1980s before Sting and Madonna made it popular. So I always enjoyed movement and I was a dancer and I started teaching yoga part-time in 2008, but I'm trained and I went to university. I have a journalism and media studies degree and I worked as an editor and a sub-editor and a desktop publisher. And then I started my own company when I was 12. 26 called Tyrus Text and Design. And I edited academic and political journals for the leading non-governmental organizations in South Africa over the whole democratic transition of the country. Now, if anybody hasn't figured it out, Tracy's from South Africa. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You're trying to place this accent like it's not not Australian, not Kiwi. What is it? Right. It is South African people. It is yes, South that African. is a South African accent. Mm-hmm. And, and if there are any South Africans listening, then they will hear the nuance of my accent places me as from Durban, which is ah. more of an English accent than a Dutch accent. So you yes. were a dancer, you were an editor, you worked in media, you did all these amazing things. You mm-hmm. were desktop publisher, you were an active person. And then what happened? So the point of that being, okay, and the fact that I worked as an editor and a desktop publisher meant that from my mid-20s, I was doing a lot of desk-bound work, a lot of chair sitting, hours and hours and hours a day. And in fact, all of us have been doing like the most common thing that we do since the age of six years old when they say no more circle time for you is chair sitting. Anyway, 
just plant That's a seed. great. No more circle time for you. Sit your butt in your chair in yes. your school. Mm -hmm. And then we sit down for the rest of our lives. Right. We are pretty much parked at a desk from the age of six years old because Mm -hmm. we chase it when we're at school. But then after school, we chase it when we eat. We chase it when we drive. We chase it when we commute. We chase it when we watch TV. Then at the age of 38, my husband and me and my two little daughters immigrated to Toronto. And I carried on working for my South African and German clients because I was the South African editor for a big German non-governmental organization. And there was still a lot of developmental work being done in South Africa. So I was still doing a lot of editing work, although I was still active. I thought that I was ticking off the movement box. You know, the movement box that the government tells you, you need 150 minutes of moderate intensity movement a week or 75 minutes of intense and do some strength training a couple of times a week. So I was working all day because but that's what we do. We need to work at our desks in order to survive. And then I was hitting the elliptical trainer in the basement or the treadmill after work about an hour. thought I was doing the right thing for my body by adding in some yoga classes and teaching some yoga classes to strengthen the core and stretch the body. So I thought I was hitting all the right marks, which Mm -hmm. is why when I got to my early 40s, I was horrified to discover that all these things were starting to happen to my body. I had you know, hip pain, back pain, neck pain, foot pain, knee pain, would like it would move around. If it wasn't one thing, it was another. And then the bladder leaking, the bladder leaking and the pelvic pain, that kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. And also, I also discovered in my early to mid 40s that I was exercising the same and eating the same, but my body shape was changing. And I didn't know what was going on with that. So I would exercise more and work through the pain because told me you need to exercise. It's good for you. The more you exercise, the better. So I was doing all these things that worked in my 20s and 30s, and suddenly in my 40s, they were just not working. So started the years, I call it my health provider carousel. You know, my doctor first ruled out that there was nothing wrong with me that needed medical intervention in terms of the hip pain that I was having. It was just nagging hip pain. That's always there. Kind of like dreaded having to sit down at my computer at the beginning of the day because I knew how awful I would feel at the end of the day. Tried all the things, right? Tried all the the ergonomic setup and the office chair. Every couple of months, I was buying a new office chair because it was like, well, it had to be the office chair. It didn't matter what office chair I bought, what orthotics I got, what special Tempur-Pedic mattress. Sometimes I couldn't even sleep through the night because the bladder would wake me up or the hip pain would wake me up. And I thought, oh my goodness, if this is how I feel at 42, 43, it is clearly going to be all downhill from here. Tenor pads (laughs) and support shoes. And I could just see that in my future the button-down shirts because you can't put something over your head. This cannot be my future. But I thought it was, and I was starting to get quite depressed and dejected because it wasn't for lack of trying. Like I had the will to try. So I was going to physio, chiropractor, acupuncture, massage, osteopathy, all the things. And I had the best people because you know me, when I do something, I Mm -hmm. like only find the best. All my specialists, all my therapists were fantastic. They were all amazing at their work. Amazing. And I would feel great for a couple of days later, but then the pain would come back, the leaking would come back. I didn't want to 
do certain exercises or do certain things because I never knew what would happen with the bladder. I even had to stop working out on my elliptical trainer because that was making my pelvic floor even tighter. So my pelvic floor Mm -hmm. physical therapist, oh, that's another thing I did, went to see a pelvic floor physiotherapist, which are amazing. Okay. If you've got pelvic floor or bladder leaking, the first thing to do is go and see a pelvic floor physiotherapist and get a proper diagnosis and get proper treatment. But so all this was happening up to a point because it was all helpful, but everything else was still carrying on, was back to square one a couple of days later. Mm. I don't know if if, if that's ever been your experience. Oh, yeah. It's the two steps forward, one step back. It's a mystery. And I think a lot of it is more prevalent within women's health issues. It seems that there's more going on with us. Maybe, Maybe we're more complex, I don't know, or discounted by the medical community. But many times there's a mystery that we're trying to solve. We know there's something going on. At one point I said, I don't care if you find a family of squirrels living inside mm-hmm. of me, just find something, right? something you can point to. And I didn't care what came out of their mouths, but I wanted them to have a consensus. Mm-hmm. Them being, you know, my doctors and therapists yes. and people that you go to, the osteopaths, everybody get together and please just talk amongst yourself. Part of it is it's specialty. You know, we go out to all these specialists, try to find an answer to things and they all have their blinders on. They're looking at it. If you've got a hammer, you're looking for nails. Mm -hmm. If you've Mm -hmm. got a screwdriver, you're looking for screws, you know, and I had people looking at it from all different ways and they were all describing it differently. Then you don't know if you're having side effects from the side effects of the side effects, or if it's the medicine for the side effect that you're taking that's causing another problem. Are these things talking to each other? Is what the physio is doing going to conflict with mm-hmm. what the, the spinal guy wants me to do? There's all these different things. And I've been through this. I have a lot yeah. of different complex things coming together that make the picture of what Sheila is. And I was in the same boat. And you know yeah. what? Tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions of women also have that issue. When they go to the doctor, they spend all their money, all their time, and they throw their hands up and they just say, fine, I'm going to be in pain and -hmm. miserable for the rest of my live long days. That's just going to be what it is. And I thought that's sad. It is sad. And I thought I really resigned myself to the fact I was not a pleasant person to be around. I'm not talking about pain that requires intervention, but when you have this constant low-grade pain, mm-hmm. one of my members of my Reshape Method program actually summed it up so beautifully. After she'd done the program, she said, I didn't realize how unhappy I was until I knew how happy I could be. Because we normalize so much of it, especially when our doctors and society and blog posts and images and magazines are giving us the message that it's just all a normal part of aging. That you just need to suck it up, Sally. It's a normal part of aging. Happens to everyone. Oh, you're getting a belly? It just happens. And I was told, expect to gain four to six Mm -hmm. pounds a year. And it doesn't sound like a lot until you protract that out to 20. So from in 20 years, I'm going to be 80 pounds more or 120 pounds more. Or those pictures that they have in magazines of these like beautiful, stylish women with their adult diapers, right? Normalize adult diapers. <laughs> Make the diapers look nice. Look how nice yes. the diapers look. It's like, right. okay, well, that's sexy. So, <laughs> I've always been a bit of a rebel at heart and I don't like to be told no. <laughs> I refused to accept that this was as good as it got, right? Mm. I was like, no, I think something is missing here. I really did believe 
that there was a missing piece. I could not accept that this was just a normal part of growing older because if there was that, if that was how I felt at 44, right? And you know, our life expectancy as well as to our 80s and 90s, that's like the next half of your life, was like, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think that's for me. That is not how I want to age. Um or certainly, um, you know, be when am I in, in my 60s or 70s and 80s. So I went looking for a solution. I kept looking and looking and looking and speaking to people and keeping my ears open, right? And you know that saying, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a firm believer in that. I also yeah. say, if your why is strong enough, the how appears. Yes. You know, that's the next step to that. Because right. people say, oh, I envy mm-hmm. people who get well. I don't have that time. And I just laugh. And people say, why are you laughing? I'm like, if, if you were clear why you were doing this and the consequences of not doing something about this hit home for you, how is not even an mm-hmm. issue. You have passed how real fast and you get chopped vegetables. You buy frozen vegetables. You get up 10 minutes earlier. So you have that 10 minutes at the end of the day to do that. If something is important to you, the how is a non-issue. And when you're ready, the teacher appears. But even when the teacher appears, if your why is not there and that's not strong enough, making the time for yourself isn't going to happen either. So mm-hmm. true, you know? for sure. And, you know, and my why was that I was miserable. I took out my moods on my poor, long-suffering husband. <laughs> One December, we were going to go back to South Africa to visit family. And I didn't go. I didn't go. My husband took my two older daughters by himself because the thought of sitting on that airplane for 18 hours there and 18 hours back was just excruciating. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I knew that my body would just be finished. Full disclosure, it was December. December in South Africa is summer and everyone's sitting on the beach and I didn't want to be seen in a bathing suit. Not that I had put on a huge amount of weight, but I wasn't in the shape that felt comfortable for me. You forego a lot. When you're in pain and life isn't right, your family suffers, your personal life suffers. There is so much stress and so much lack of self-compassion at that point. You're so down on yourself. You don't think you're worthy of any kind of love. You wouldn't look at Tracy, guys, and say, oh, here's someone who's been through hell medically. She looks vibrant and healthy and thriving, full of vitality on her game. You would not know that she had a same type of story or journey that you've had. Right. But she has. And that's where her wisdom and her empathy comes from and her ability to look further and look beyond Mm -hmm. what's obvious into this specialized area where she herself got relief for everything that was going on with her. So tell me how you came across, how you got to what you're doing. Yeah, so I just wanted to say back to that. There's certainly two groups of people that I work with and that I see. There's the one group that does have these chronic ailments that are misdiagnosed and mistreated. And then there's the other group like me that's just this low-grade, constant, moving, uncomfortableness, discomfort that drags you down, that has no clinical diagnosis. And that that can almost be even worse. Like sometimes people say, oh, I wish I'd had some diagnosis because then maybe someone will take me seriously. Family of squirrels. Yeah. Right. Because it's (laughs) just just this ongoing pain and discomfort and 
and aches, right? Just aches and pains rather than a chronic condition. Yeah. And pains yeah. people, yeah, those aches and pains people. And I was more like in the aches and pains category, but that was still robbing me of my life because I was getting this message that it's just a normal part of aging, that I should just suck it up. And then we normalize it. Like there's so many people, I get on a call with them and I'm like, what's going on in your body? No, everything's fine. Everything's fine. But then they'll start telling me about their back pain or their foot pain or their neck pain. And that's just, and aside, because we have normalized it and the mm. medical community encourages us to normalize it as well. Oh, that's just normal, right? Just check in, check in with your body. Have you normalized aches and pains? Because mm. everybody is telling you that it's just, it's normal. It's part of growing older. I'm here to tell you it is not. I'm here to tell you whether you have these kind of like normal growing older aches and pains or more intense chronic issues or autoimmune issues, there is something else out there that we are not looking at. And that is our alignment. It's our biomechanics. It's how the body moves. And when I was introduced to this whole concept that we aren't just these separate parts. If you've got knee pain, you treat the knee. If you've got hip pain, you treat the hip. If you've got pelvic floor issues, you treat the pelvic floor. No, it's the room full of specialists. Yeah. Right. We are not these separate entities. We are a whole mm -hmm. body held together by fascia, which is the connective tissue that runs through the whole body. And that barring some kind of acute issue, right? Certainly, if the doctor needs to give you a hip replacement on your right hip, you want them to be operating on your right hip. You want a very specialized spot treatment when it comes to certain things. Barring that, we need to take a whole body, whole being to the body, right? And it starts with looking at how your body aligns, how your body stacks up and moves around in the world. And what I realized when I found the work and was trained by a biomechanist in the States by the name of Katie Bowman, I trained and certified as a nutritious movement certified restorative exercise specialist. When I started looking at really going under the hood and seeing that all these different spot treatments I were getting were just kind of, I was playing whack-a-mole and that the actual problem was in the way my body's stacked up and it was in my skeleton, it was in my connective tissue, because what I came to realize is that by the time we reach our bodies, maybe even earlier, none of us are aligning properly any longer. And that is different to posture. Our body is meant to line up like the skeleton in your doctor's office and move around like that. The problem is because we have been chair sitting for so long, our bodies can't do that. We are being pulled and shoved and moved out of alignment. And then you add a pregnancy on top of that makes it even worse. So yes, while the message to go out and exercise and walk 10,000 steps a day and weight lift and do all these things, while that's all amazing, sitting underneath all of that is what is the shape of the body that you bring to that exercise mm. that will then how can your body do that movement? How can your body walk? Most of us can't even walk properly anymore. We get up to move around in the world, but some of us, our pelvis is tilted, our pelvis is tucked under, we've got our ribs are lifted, our rib cage is shifted off to the side. We've got all these things going on in our body. The concept for me was that it was not so much what I was doing, but what I was not doing, that I was not getting back to basics fixing the foundation of my body first. And when I spent some time on that, it was like, this is phenomenal. 
This mm. is absolute magic that I need to share with other people. So I went and trained and recertified, went through this period where I was working as a movement coach, but also working as an editor as I got more and more specializations. And then in 2017, I started working full time as a movement coach. And that's what I have been doing ever since. Oh, that that is an amazing origin story. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us today. If you'd like to hear more from Tracy, there's something that we're doing together. Very excited about it. We've been talking about doing something together for a while since we met. What I put together a few months ago was a summit. I wanted to get a wellness collaborative between various different specialists and experts in the field of holistic wellness and health. And Tracy came to mind, top of mind, like got to get Tracy involved with that. And it's all working with women 40 plus, which is for both of us where we work and helping them to hear from specialists, but also be able to talk to them. So on April 25th, we have the Thrive and Revive Vitality Summit coming up. If you haven't registered for it yet, please go to thriverevivesummit.com. It's in the transcript. You can go to it, but it's on April 25th, 2023. For those listening much later, I'm sorry it's already passed. But if you have not yet registered for it, it's free, but the seats are filling up very quickly. And it's not only Tracy, it's a bunch of other people too, who are coming together to help you have a user's manual about how your body works. It would not be complete without Tracy helping us figure out what's going on in her neck of the woods and what she covers. So tell us, what is the title of your talk that you're doing that day? So I am going to be speaking about this missing piece in our wellness puzzle that allows us to have more vitality, but also better sex. Mm. <laughs> because better sex is very much about what is happening with the pelvic floor. And what's happening with the pelvic floor is actually all about your alignment. So I'm all right. Well, we'll leave them there that. with some mystery about what that yes. is. You need to come hear this. We have so much going on that day. Tracy is going to be speaking there showing us what it is that she does and thinking, do I have the kind of body that needs, do I have the aches and right. pains and, and am I living audaciously yeah. or not? And so you'll be able to hear and talk to, but it's not just listening. You're going to be able to talk to everyone there. It's during business hours from eight to 12 Pacific time. So if you can't make it that day, if you're registered, you'll be able to access the replays that are going on. So please register, sign up, talk with Tracy about what's going on. Let us know what your burning questions are. And Tracy, thank you so much for joining us here today on Reboot Radio. You have been a phenomenal guest and very interesting. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm looking so forward to April 25th, where my presentation is also going to be a bit of a workshop. So people will be able to see right away in their bodies what I'm talking about. So, so excited to share that and to hear the other fantastic speakers' presentations as well. You have put together a phenomenal summit. Thank you for inviting me. It wouldn't be right without you. So, I'm very, very glad that you've been able to join us that day. So thanks very much, Tracy Sider. You've been fantastic. Thank you. So take care. This is Coach Sheila Kilty. Have a great day. Bye now. See you next time on Reboot Radio. Reboot Radio.